Hello everybody and welcome to episode 3 of the Off Meta Report. I'm your host Formula408 and with me tonight as always is Jeff. We're going to go over everything anti-meta, off-meta, and meme, talk about Legends of Runeterra, the new gauntlet that's out, and everything else that's been going on with um with this game that we that we can think of. Jess, uh, how's it going tonight, man? Uh, it's been pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I didn't get a lot of time to play today, but that's all right. I'll have some later on this. Good deal, man. I feel kind of the... The same way, this has probably been the least I've played over the past, um, you know, two months since I started playing this game. It's been the the lowest I've played of it, but still played a pretty good bit. Got to level 11 chest, so nothing nothing too bad. But, um, we, uh, it's hope... Sorry. Oh, it's no, hard you're... to get out of, um, start, start after a new season resets. Just get back into the ladder. It, it's kind of I have that problem sometimes. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. And um, I mean the the meta shifted a little bit. You know, we had some some changes to some cars that we talked about last week, but it's still still the same cars, still the same sets, and not not a whole lot of drastic stuff. So it hasn't really been like that. Oh, I, I want to try this new thing or this new deck or you know whatever like that. So you know it's been a little slower. I've been trying to play a little more TFT and start uh start back on that. I haven't played that in a long time, but I'm I'm still uh still grinding out a little bit, so it's it's a uh, it's not a lost cause yet on me. <laughs> Thanks. So um yeah, but like what I was saying, you know, one of the things that I did try out this week that uh, came out was was the gauntlet. I played a little bit of that, but I know I know you played a pretty good bit of it. So why don't you uh why don't you let everybody know about your experience with that yeah, I I played maybe like two or three matches. Uh, two of those went seven wins, which really felt nice. Uh, the first one was my very me me uh, Timo Sejuani deck, which I I had no idea it was going to go seven wins, but I am very happy it did. And that deck is becoming it. I love I like like it even more episode after episode. I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't think I'm ever going to stop talking about it. Um, and, uh, my second run, my second seven win run was the, uh, Heimer Vi, <laughs> which I had never, ever touched before the gauntlet. And I just barely started playing it in the gauntlet and I did really well. And I got the hang of the, the deck, uh, very easily with, with that, uh, that run, which felt really good. I'm probably going to bring it on ladder if I get tired of whatever else I'm trying to play. Yeah, Heimer Vi is really strong, man. That's, um, I, th I think when I was looking at Swim, he had that as one of the number one or number two decks right now. And it's, it's, um, it's not a deck that I've ever been able to play. I, I mean, I have played it. I've had, you know, done a little bit with it, but I don't know if it's just so different from the play style that I like or what it is, but it was just never something I could really, really play for more than a game or two and just, you know, learn it. That's, um, yeah, seven wins on two different decks, man. That's something. That's awesome. Yeah, it felt really good. It felt like I was actually 
skilled I was skilled in something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, not always doesn't always reflect my latter experience. Yeah, I had um I played I played a Quinn deck that I did uh pretty well with. I think I got five wins and that was the only real like run I made for it. Um But it, it was it was a fun deck. It I, it plays a lot of the scout units, um so it was pretty good into the elusives because you get to attack so many times so they they can't just wait for your next turn and then attack and do damage to you they have to they have to block you or they're they're gonna lose too much too much of their own health so they yeah they, it makes a lot of makes a lot of sense that that would be the counter yeah so it worked out well and um i i do it with the demacia and then with bilgewater there are a couple scouts in Bilgewater, but the card that I really like in there is the uh, Citrus Courier. So on turn six or seven, you're able to attack with your scouts, then attack normal, then Citrus Courier to rally. So you're getting three attacks in that one round, and usually at that point, if you can pull it off, you're you're going to be doing really well. Yeah, that's awesome, especially if you can get Citrus Courier activated yeah that's and when i like i said i played with quinn so you know you're usually going to have valor out or um the other card i play is um was it genevieve i believe is her name elmwood elmheart and uh she has challenger also so you know to use the two challenger cards that you have pretty much almost guarantees that you're going to get some damage to uh to be able to play it so it's a I don't know, it was pretty fun. It was a nice deck. I I enjoyed making, enjoyed playing it and had pretty decent success on it on um on the ladder and on 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 the gauntlet run, you know. So it was nice. What um Nice. What about the ladder? You said uh did you did you get into it very much or kinda kinda held back on that this week? Yeah, I haven't had a lot of uh long sessions i've just done two or three games at a time and i'm i'm at silver one now and i started at silver two at the beginning of the season so i haven't climbed all that much um but it, it i don't think i've recorded a lot of losses that's that's promising kind of waiting for the uh the try hard level to get a little bit higher up and then i'll just cruise up to wherever i end up going to just just let the the better players just jump to the top like they gonna do at the beginning of the season. And I'll just take my time and hopefully get some, uh, easy easy games in the first little bit and then get, get to where it gets more competitive. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. Like, I, I think I'm going from plat 4 to plat 3 right now and, you know, it's fun but it's, um, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of changes and everything, so it, it hasn't been as exciting as you know a new set or something like that coming out but it's still fun i still enjoy it and um still trying to trying to find some decks i really like to play but um i guess that brings us into what decks we are liking to play right now especially with the um the meta and what's what's going on with it it seems like it's, it's sort of wide open right now there's um a lot of different decks i've been seeing that are pretty good what about you man yeah, uh, Wim released his uh, meta list, and I think uh, 
Mobilytics has a similar similar list recently, and they they share they overlap quite a bit. Um, and they have some has timer and a new well not new sorry Kinko elusives as the two top decks as of last yesterday last Monday, and then um, quite a bit of uh, A tier secondary level um, decks, and they're all kind of just countering each other, it sounds like. Um, they're all pretty good, but they don't have that, uh, that super high win rate that you're seeing with uh, Heimer Control and Kinko Elusives. Yeah, and that's, um, that's kind of what I've seen too and seen on the ladder. The Kinko Elusives is just everywhere, and, and the Heimer Control, you see a lot of it. I mean, that's... Um, Man, and I th I think they're both strong for the same reason. I mean, they both are just you know, Heimer is basically another elusive deck. You know I mean, yep, it is, it is for sure. And I think that's um, that's one of the things that I I think well, depending on what cards come out in the next set, we may see we may see a nerf to to Heimer and that change the the mana that it takes for the elusive from a three to either a four or two cost spell either one of them would make it um you know e either one would be a nerf there's just so many good three card spells from twin discipline to get excited um the what's the it's not the progress day the flash of brilliance that flash of brilliance yeah flash of brilliance yep. i mean yeah there's just there's just so many good spells that he can play at three mana to let him fill up his board and, you know, just almost auto win. That's yeah, it's like it's kind of like a combo deck in a way. If you have a bunch of three uh, cost spells, that just go wild. And and even if you're playing, uh, if you have Vi on board, even her spell, which is, I forget what it's called, uh, the Fist. Oh, um, Vault Breaker. Vault Breaker, that's right. So that's three costs as well, and yeah. uh, when you play it, so you can pretty much just go off just with that one spell, because it comes to your hand as uh, bleeding. And if you have 12 mana, you can play that four times and get four more elusive. So, very strong yeah. list. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see what they end up choosing to do with that, um, because it because it is so strong, and that three, uh, they would have to rework Heimer in some way. Interesting to see what they end up. Yeah, I think I think they're going to have to do something. I mean, I, I see so many people complaining about it, and I mean, probably rightfully so. It is just so strong right now, you know. Um, you know, and especially for uh, Rail Yard not being a great region, having Kinko Elusive so strong is, you know, which. Yard has um, gotten a lot better lately. If you look at the win rates and stuff, you know a lot of a lot of good decks have Yard as a more of a supporting region, but you know it's it's in there a lot now. That's that's uh um, yeah, it's definitely went from least played worst region to one of the higher regions, and a lot of it was uh, Sejuani just not being um, utilized, and then everywhere. Yeah. In the matter of or so. Yep, yep. 
I agree. It had um, Sejuani, the Overwhelm stuff, the um, and even Braum making a little bit of a comeback in the Poros. You know, it used to be a meme sort of deck, but now it's a, not tier one, but definitely you know it's one of the off-meta decks that we can we can talk about that I've I've seen going around. And honestly, it's one of the um, the first off-meta decks. Well, after um, Elnux, I used to play Elnux and in the beta but after Elnux I mean Poros were um were one of the first sort of off meta decks I ever played and it was it was a lot of fun and it still is a lot of fun. I played um a couple games with that recently and it's um you know I I guess maybe because they're just so cute and all the little Poros are just so cute. But uh you know it's it's always a good time beating somebody with those little cute faces. Yep, and the and the Brahma voice lines with yeah. with all the poros and uh, even uh, the the two three recently changed card um, um, got some voice uh, poro keeper yeah yeah poro, yeah poro herder 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 yeah right uh, yeah he's got some fun voice lines as well yes yeah, um. Brahm's just fun, man. Um, I love, I love the Legends of Runeterra um, cinematic for Frail Yard, where you have um, you have Brahm, and he um, you know uses his giant shield to slide down, and then his ice porn, um magic to you know make the shield into the giant ice to shot, stop the avalanche, and just the whole the whole thing is is fun and exciting and just they uh they really did a good job with the cinematics and the just characters and voice lines and everything for for Brom. It's, it's I guess it adds to the enjoyment of playing him with the the story behind him and the um you know just the the fun of it. Yeah, it it's very hard to dislike Brom. He's just lovable character, super pacifist even yeah. though he has attack now, which is still still kind of strange. That he can hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually had um had a a game the other day where I wished he hadn't had the um the attack anymore. I can't remember why. It was something something about I didn't want to strike somebody. I'm not I'm not sure, but I was hoping. I was like, oh man, I wish I wish for this one instance I didn't have the um the one attack. But um, yeah, that was a pretty pretty niche situation. Niche situation. I can't um, I can't even remember what it was right now. But I just remember having that moment in the game. I was like, oh man, never never thought I'd wish I'd be back to the the zero attack. But <laughs> <laughs> like the uh, uh, crimson list, or there's a couple of Freljord cards as well that get bigger when. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe that it could have been that. Yeah. Definitely could have been that. Probably was. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've seen that around. Um, the other deck I've seen, well, a lot of is um, the Yaswell Control. And um, definitely a deck that used to be very, very off meta. You know, Yaswell was not really playable. He was considered more of a. Um, 
I guess what you would call a um a win more champion where mm -hmm. you're not gonna win with him unless you're already winning the game. You know, he's not gonna he's not gonna get you ahead, he's not gonna do that. And that's why he wasn't very good, because if you're winning the game with Yasuo, then you would have won it without him and had a better follower or someone to to just contribute to your deck more than you would have with him. But now with um with the um control aspect of it and the um the deck's gotten really strong and seeing a lot more play. I don't know if you've um if you've seen it around any or not. Yeah, I I've seen a, a big spike of play. Uh and I think that is pretty much uh, Swain and Ravenous Flock and Concussive Palm just definitely helped that deck out a lot, just giving it more stun, some fast speed spells as opposed to, you know, slow speed, um, and uh, definitely more of a reactive deck um, now, now that they have some good spells. Yeah, I mean, if you think about... Um... Was a concussive palm, you know, you had before that Yasuo was having to use Steel Tempest, which would stun an attacking enemy for three mana. And now with concussive palm, you can stun any enemy attacking or not for four mana and generate a three two on your board. And that's just so much more value you're getting out of that than he was with the Steel Tempest. So, you know, cards like that, and like you said, Ravenous Flock, four damage for one mana to anything that's the stunned. I mean, that's that's a um, Yasuo card right there. You know, you can stun something. He attacks it for even if he's not leveled up for two, and then you play that. So you've done six damage for, you know, maybe playing four four mana for you know if you had an arachnoid sentry. You know, you play the three and then the one. That's mm -hmm. that's some pretty good value right there. And you couldn't because um, you. It's, it's almost like Mystic Shot doing three damage instead of two. And that's... Yeah. That's some insane value. Pretty good. Pretty good. And, um, yeah, so I've, I've seen a good bit of that. And it's... It, um, I haven't I haven't played much of it. Played one game, and um, it was fine, but I didn't really play enough to really get a feel for the deck to see how much I enjoyed it or whatever. It, it looks fun. Yasuo is always just fun. He's just a fun, fun League of Legends character, fun character for, for the game, fun lore, you know. So he's always just that, you know, that solo, solo character to um, be able to just come in and and win a game, whether whether it's um, League or Legends of Runeterra. He's always, always the kind to be able to, to do that. But one um one deck that I've been playing a lot more of is um or seeing a lot more of was the the Anivia Thresh deck, which reminded me of the old Ash Thresh deck that I used to play a lot. Now Anivia Thresh is probably definitely considered meta right now, but um Ash isn't and I really, really enjoy playing the Ash deck. Um Anivia is definitely better if you're playing to try to to try to win to try to get ahead to try to grind the ladder the gauntlet well not the gauntlet now but you know something like that 
then you you know you should play you should play Anivia Thresh. It's a good deck. It's fun deck. It'll get you some wins. If you're playing to one shot, have a one shot combo, play Ash because there's nothing like playing the Harrowing or playing um you know miss call to get three ashes on your board on one turn and then attacking with everything stunning stunning their entire board and doing 30 damage while they just look at you and say but but i was about to win and you just did my entire nexus you know it's um it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun i've, I've been um playing that a good bit um and our our um Legends cast Discord leave. That's one of the decks that I've had in my lineup for that. So it's um it's been around a little bit now and had had some pretty good success with it. Nice. Yeah, that sounds great. I, I definitely wanna play a little bit more Anivia. Um pull up I'll probably pull up that Thresh deck like you're saying and give that a try because I, I really haven't played much of uh that style of deck since we've been very blazing fast aggro, um, as is the meta yeah. of current. Yeah, it's um the Nivia deck, man. It's a lot of fun too. You know, you're you're looking. You know, you get a Nivia on the board. You kill her. You revive her. You have Thresh Puller pull another Nivia out. You play Miss Call to revive more. You play Rekindler to draw her out. I mean, you end up with you know four or five, you know, four or five Nivias on the board. You know, play a harrowing if you have it late game. If you've had too many die or something, yeah, I mean, it's you know there there's a lot you can do, and it's um it it can get pretty nutty. It can get you know it's it's hard for for their units to survive when you've got three Anivias on board dealing six six damage to every person before they even attack. You know that's um that's a lot. That that pretty much wins you the game, but um, yeah, I mean, Nash is similar. It's it's not as strong as it's you know. I'm not trying to say that, but I I do have more fun playing it. But Nivia, the Nivia deck's a lot of fun to play too. The um the other deck that's kind of in that similar vein that I used to play, I tried to play again is um the War Mothers deck, and um, it's still okay, but it doesn't it doesn't get really any value from the Anivia um buff so it you know didn't really affect it too much so it's still still definitely not a good deck but still a lot of fun if you're looking for just something to play with Anivia and you didn't want to play the uh Anivia Thresh you know that's that's a pretty good one um yeah last week we did talk about some um balanced predictions and how the meta would go and um cards and everything and i think we um i think we did okay with that i don't i don't think we really missed the mark by by too much we kind of said that things were gonna pretty much stay the same and um you know mm -hmm. um i think i think we did say that we might see some more nivia and we might see some more Brom, which we have but you know, they they haven't taken over we're still looking at kinko elusives we're still looking at heimer at by you know the um things that were were good are still good the things that were bad or not as good or a little bit better but they're still not you know they're still not the tier one um 
One deck that's falling down a little bit is the Yoink deck, and I am happy to see that. Although it hasn't fallen too much, yeah, you still yeah. see it, but not quite as much as I used to, man. That deck, oh, I know I know, I talked about it last week, but it just can't, I can't state enough how much I loathe that deck. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually agree with you on that one. That The Yoink deck is just, it's annoying to play against. There's been a couple times where I've been thinking to myself, uh, but this is just going to get me closer to my champion. Ah, uh, oh, dang it! They changed it, yeah. so that doesn't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that was a little disappointing. Yeah. But, um, so it's it's definitely bittersweet. Uh, I, w- I was like, I, I'm I'm up for a uh, Sejuani any any second now, or, or my team is going to be here any. Oh, wait yeah. a second. No. no. It work that way. Um, but it has been less annoying for sure, less aggravating. Um. I don't like playing against that deck, uh, even if I have a a, a, a good matchup. With it. Um, but that said, yeah, it, you just block against Bilgewater. Never let a, yeah. an attack through if you can help it. Yeah, I mean, that's... So, um, yeah, I mean, then they just use a zero mana warning shot and do it anyway. You know, no... Yeah, but they they only have, like, a six of those or something. Yeah, in, in yeah. Deck. yeah. Yeah, or... Or, you know, make make sure you have more than, like, five people on the board. So if they play um, Make It Rain, you know, there's a chance that it might not hit your Nexus. I mean, it's it's just so easy for that to proc. And then once <laughs> and then once it does, the Black Market Merchant into Pilfered Goods. So you're playing two cards. You get three cards plus a 2-1 on board. But the cards that you're and, getting and just, are yeah. all at a reduced cost. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and the the mana cost between one and zero, and two and one, is huge. Getting a one cost unit for zero is is massive. It's a lot lot better than getting the seven or eight cost for for one less. You know, getting that two cost for a one or that one cost for a zero. I mean, that's that's a free unit that you get to put on your board basically that's that's one of the reasons i just dislike that deck so much and that mechanic so much but it doesn't look like riot's gonna redo anything with it anytime soon so i guess we'll uh have to learn to live with that one it does feel better though uh i i definitely think it's a little bit better those uh merchants are a little bit more fragile they're not thick on board oblivious to everything except for a mystic shot or you know a, a more costly removal spell you can just zap it with a um the shadow wiles de- uh, forgot the name of that uh spell vile feast vile feast yeah vile feast that's it that's yeah, it so that's not so bad um <clears throat> so what uh, did you th- did you think that we had uh, we're pretty good on the other things too. You're seeing more Brom, more Anivia. Definitely, yeah. I think we definitely nailed it with the champions. Yeah, yeah. Good prediction there. Um, I haven't seen very much on Yielding Spirit. I think that the nerf basically killed that card. You're not seeing the Lux decks running around everywhere. That's um, that's nice. To, nice to see. Um, that's true. We uh we are seeing Poro 
Flux. Have you seen that yet? I haven't seen that, no. That uh-uh. So with the buffs to um, the Poro um, the Poro spell and Poro decks in Oh, general, yeah, yeah. Aurora Poriolis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, that activates uh, luck, and Poro snacks are another good way to get oh, her spell yeah. counter up. And that is a deck. I think it's level around B tier. Mm. But, I mean, it's... Yeah, it sounds like fun. I might, yeah, I might have to, um, to look into that. It sounds like it might be pretty fun to play. I'll have to... It should be. I, I should try that out, too. Yeah, I, um, like I said, man, I like playing some Poros. And, uh, yeah, Lux is fun. I mean, I like her voice lines. I like her as a champion, as a character. I just sometimes don't like the overpowered champions just playing them. It just feels dirty sometimes. <laughs> but um, you yeah. know, I'll I'll try to get my my free LP just like everybody else if it's strong. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I, um, I guess I wouldn't really call that that deck a meme deck, but um, have you have you ran into any um really meme decks? I mean, no um. I haven't really seen anything new pop up, but I I know that our um, our challenge last week led to led to a pretty nice meme deck from you, right? Yeah, it it seems to have worked pretty good. So I this is the thing. I wasn't the only one who came up with this idea. It sounds like um, just to go over what we're talking about. Uh, our challenge card was Captain Farron. And the idea was to get Captain Farron uh, on the board, get some decimates in your hand, uh, stick your karma, and then when karma is enlightened, start slamming the, the opponent nexus with decimates, which would duplicate uh, in enlightenment from karma. So uh, it sounds like, from what I understand, Fussy Mailman did this deck with uh, before Captain Fair was buffed, which is just insanity to me because, again, <laughs> you're just destroying your entire deck and just replacing it with one card that is at slow speed. Um, so he tried that. I don't know how successful he was. Um, and then shortly after our episode last week, I saw that Silverfuse, which is a great, she's a great streamer. Um, and uh, YouTube content creator, I, I recommend you check her out. Uh, but she uh, played her deck as well uh, with uh, Karen and Karma, and it sounds like she had some some pretty good luck with it as well. Um, my personal experience was similar. Uh, I created my own deck, and then uh, I, I had some fun with it in in normals and everything. Um, and then I actually just grabbed Silver's deck too because she's she's I'll admit she's definitely a better deck builder than I am, especially when um, when she's looking to like refine, especially putting in uh, certain control tools. I I I end up just putting in too many memes, honestly. Just just pet cards that I like to play that I never see played or I've never played before, uh, which you know generally works out not so well. Um, so I just used her deck. I actually played in the gauntlet with uh, with it, and I think I got around four wins, and I, I probably could have tried again and maybe gotten another full seven, but um, 
it was I felt like it was pretty good and and it's not bad. It probably could use a little bit refining. I had I had a great time uh just throwing in multiple decimates into your opponent's nexus uh with them having very little to do. They actually when I when I was a uh, um, presenting lethal with karma and Baron, I got a lot more concedes <laughs> because nobody wants to see the the animation of two decimates hitting their nexus yeah. when there's nothing that they can do. Yeah, I can. Um, uh, so it, you don't even see the animation; they just concede. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I do it too, but sometimes as somebody that's playing, especially if you're playing a meme deck like that, you really want to get that satisfaction of seeing that nexus. Those cards go off and that nexus explode and just you know feel the yeah yeah you saw it but the surrenders are nice too but um sometimes you wish you could just like no no don't don't surrender let's let's see it let's see it go for sure so did you get a chance to uh to try captain farron at all or yeah i um i did it um i tried to play him more as a um aggro with Darius and try to use him more as a finisher. Um, I knew you were doing the karma, the karma deck, so I didn't want to try to try to copy that. But um, it didn't really work out. I mean, it worked fine. I, I won some games with it, but he was never really, never really a deciding factor in it. You know, he would come in and maybe win, but he wouldn't do anything that Darius couldn't have done or some other champion couldn't have done at that point. You know, so the decimates didn't make a huge difference. I think there was only maybe one game out of the eight or nine that I played where um, the decimate was the deciding factor as opposed to just the the damage from the overwhelm or something like that. So, you know, it um it worked out. It was fine, but it wasn't um it wasn't meme or fun. I mean, it was fun, but it wasn't it wasn't that kind of fun. It wasn't um. <laughs> It wasn't a, you know, that your opponent is looking at the the game, going, "What in the world is this guy doing?" Kind of, <laughs> kind of fun. So, but um, so it, it was a, uh, it was all right. But I'm looking, um, looking forward to this week's card a lot more, and um, that is going to be the Ren Shadow Blade, the new reworked um, Ren Shadow Blade. If you uh played it or seen it any yet or I did I matched up uh against a Ren Shadow Blade with I want to say it was uh Shadow Isles deck I think it was uh Zed Hecarim Shadow Isles and Ionia and um kind of just playing off of the uh ephemeral ephemeral attackers um which was good i i don't i don't remember the results of that and i don't even remember what i was playing against that deck um but after after seeing that i did build a couple decks uh thinking hey that's pretty interesting uh seems like fun uh so um i'm excited for this challenge and i'll i'll expect to uh to uh, to see what we ha we can come up with yeah, I'm pretty. You? Yeah, I'm. Um, I've had a, a few different thoughts about how to how to play it, what to do with it. You know, I've thought about the the Zed, thought about um, Hecarim, thought about Callista. You know, a lot of um, 
you know, Shadow Isles naturally is the first first thing that comes to mind. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a good, um, it's a very good engine for a lot of cheap cards. So maybe, maybe playing it with like Noxus, something like that, something where you're going to be having more aggro. You know, one of the problems that aggro has is that um, it does run out of cards. You run out of draw with it. So you know, having having a card like this is going to refresh your units every time you attack with it, and that could that could help you be able to make those more of a um, mid-game plays into, you know, the more controlly decks or something. If you, or if you fall a little behind or don't have, have as great of a draw as you really need that you can uh, kind of stall out with those and not get, get too far, too far behind. So I don't know, maybe, maybe something along those lines, but it's, um, it's a really fun card. It looks like I'm, I'm pretty excited to, um, be able to play with it and see see what um what happens with it so what um mm -hmm. well i guess we'll so, uh be able I guess to... we should uh sorry we should we should oh. probably talk about we're not familiar with the actual card um we should talk about what he does uh he was recently changed to a four cost three three with quick attack and with the text strike Create a Shadow Fiend in hand. Um, so uh, that's that's Ren Shadow Blade. His old effect. I was just going to mention that as well. It just felt like it was a little too slow. It, it was very interesting in flavor, which was um, every follower your. Yeah. Every um. Every follower that your opponent puts onto the board would become ephemeral, right? They um they would automatically automatically become ephemeral, so you'd have um All right, I'm back. Sorry. Okay, okay, good deal. I was trying to take over. I'll let you go ahead and uh, finish explaining what um what the old um Rin Shadow Blade did and I'll I'll pull the card up for everybody to be able to take a look at too. Uh, so his old text was, uh, for every follower your opponent summons, it gains ephemeral. So it's kind of a controlly card. I believe it was eight cost, which is just really high. Uh, the stats were pretty, uh, pretty mediocre as well for that cost. Um, never saw it played. Um, you know, I liked the flavor, like I said, but it just. It didn't make sense uh, in any deck that we ever saw that was even remotely competitive. No, no, it um, it was definitely only a meme card. It was never in for anything else. And even as a meme card, it's hard to it's hard to play a what was an eight mana meme card. I mean, that's that's a lot. That's a, that's a long way to go yeah. for for a meme, you know. So um, even even in that sense, you never you didn't see many decks made made just to mess around with it or anything it was just too too expensive and not enough um not enough payoff i guess you could say with it but hopefully now that they've um reworked it you know you have the quick attack you have the spawns of shadow fiend so we should um we should be able to get some uh some better decks off of it have a little more fun with it and um see what we can do maybe um 
maybe since that's a card that generates uh, other cards, it might be good for um, the new uh, Singleton uh, Gauntlet that's coming up. You uh, you looked at that any to see uh, any thoughts on that or how that's going to go? Um, I expect to see a lot of uh, uh, pursuit of perfection. Oh yeah, the, the catastrophe. Catastrophe, yeah, the catastrophe card. Um, I expect to see a lot of that. I actually is probably I'm probably gonna bring that card as well. Uh, to be honest, because uh, who doesn't like a one mana or five mana thirty thirty? Yeah, with overwhelm. Yep. Yeah. Um, we could possibly see some mind meld, but other than that, I think pursuit of perfection. Um, and the other cat themed card, not not yet, but the oh, submersible, submersible, sub yeah, submersible, yeah. I think it's great yeah. that uh, PNZ has all of these um cat memes and everybody was like why are why do we have all these cats and then we come to find out von yip is is the cat and not the not the machine there that's um that's pretty great so now now all of those things make a lot more sense but um yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun the the one called the one card um singleton gauntlet i think it's gonna be be able to express yourself in a lot more a lot more ways and um you know, I like the non-standard decks, and uh, it really, really makes deck building a lot more fun. Yep, for sure. What about you? Are you going to play uh, PNZ with something else? <sighs> I'm not sure. I'm I'm going to try to stay away from PNZ. I think um, I'm probably going to be in Demacia for sure. Um, the one, the the there's so many good drops in there. From the one through four, you know, especially the you know you have Scythria, you have a Fleetwood, Fleet, Fleetfoot Tracker, the the bird that gets Challenger. I forget the exact name of it. Um, mm -hmm. And then I mean, just you know, you have Chainmail, you have all your two cost units, um, Right Right Shield Protector, um, the War Chefs. You know, you you've you've got so so much stuff over there to be able to um to have just a really nice curve and to have a good out. chance of, of pulling it off. So I'll probably go with that and maybe um maybe Bilgewater or even possibly Ionia, but um I really want to stay away from the elusive. So it'll probably be either Bilgewater or Freljard I go with the Demacia. I think a lot of both both of those regions have some pretty good um low end drops and that's kind of what I'm going to try to focus on having the the good amount of 1 through 4 drops so I don't get stuck with so many you know 6 7 8s in hand. I really want to still be able to have that nice curve to play out, but that's the um that's the competitive thought in my head. The the meme stuff, I'm sure will be nothing like that. It will be you know playing um like Mage Seekers, Conservator, Conservative, or um, what is it, Warden's Prey? The the cards that generate other cards, so you can you know play it with P and Z mm -hmm. and be able to hit the um, the Subversible and the uh, Pursuit of uh, Perfection 
sooner rather than later you know so that that's the other way to go with it and i think that'll be a lot more fun but i think the um the demacia for l yard or demacia either ioni or bilgewater will be a better better chance to actually win and get through with the the seven wins so i think uh i think there will be a lot of pnz though <laughs> i think so too i i i'm excited uh i think i'm gonna pair it with ionia because there's actually a lot of a lot of those uh cheap spells that you know um that create other cards like you were saying um inside of ages uh right retreat actually creates return which it counts as two cards yeah uh, sonic wave is changes into resonating strike so things like that i definitely think i'll probably uh, yeah and you have what is it up, uh, uh flash of brilliance flash of brilliance flash of, yeah, yeah flash of brilliance and then if you get Heimer um, on the board then every different level of spell that you play he'll generate a new card so yeah you can uh yeah yeah you can pull off. there's a lot of draw as well yeah yeah the pnz is definitely definitely a good way to go i mean it's um it's going to be solid i think we'll see a lot of it on the on the gauntlet ladder so um hopefully i think that comes out and well by the time people are listening or watching this is probably coming out that day i'm guessing but um i think it's supposed to yeah. come out on the friday i believe yeah yeah so that sounds about right so um yeah it looks good sounds good i'm uh i'm excited to do some some more deck building with some new um not new cars but new new ways to look at things with the singleton and not just uh the standard sort of decks that we're used to building so i'm i'm looking forward to that and i uh, think it'll be a lot of fun yeah, it should be good. I uh, can't wait to talk about uh, our, our experiences uh, next week. Yeah, next week we'll get into the Rin Shadow Blade, talk about our singletons on gauntlets and how everything goes with that. And um, yeah, until then, I guess everybody, uh, hope you have a good week and see you out there on the Legion Fields whenever you get a chance. Jeff, you got anything else, man? Nope, that's it for me. Awesome, awesome, guys. All right, don't forget. Uh, like and subscribe if you're listening watching this on youtube uh follow us on the podcast on twitch all those sorts of self-promotional things all right guys y'all uh, have a good week and we'll see y'all next time